0: Warning, this episode contains graphic descriptions. Listener discretion is advised. Can you zoom in? Right there.
1: Enhance. Enhance.
0: Uh, That's
2: about as clear as I can make it. That fella sure does have a stupid face.
1: Yeah, he does. What's his shirt say? Oh my God. That's not Kyle. That's Duncan.
0: Hi, I'm Stephen Holmes.
1: And I'm Matthew Miner.
0: And this is Corntown, an investigative journalism podcast brought to you by the S&M Experience.
1: Last week, we ventured out of Corntown, following in the possible last steps of Kyle Van Truck before the death of Jaron Deeb. It turns out, we weren't following his steps at all.
0: As we saw in the footage, it was actually Duncan Jones. Not the director and son of David Bowie. Well, he is the son of David Bowie, but not that David Bowie. The Duncan Jones from Corntown.
1: We went to Sheriff Wickenham with this new information.
2: I've seen this footage don't make a donkey turd a difference to me
1: but this isn't kyle van truck in the footage it's duncan jones look he has a stupid face
2: yeah i suppose so looks stupider than a donkey turd still don't change things
0: how does this not change things you said gasoline was used to start the fire we've got duncan jones at the gas station just before the fire started
2: that's true however you boys probably saw he didn't actually purchase any gasolio just used the bathroom stared at the camera for a suspiciously long time and left your claims don't make a donkey of sense. But it's on tape. Just cause you got Duncan Jones on tape don't mean he killed Jaron Deeb. And heck, this don't prove that Kyle did do it. He could have just still slipped out of the Cinecorn and driven out to Deeb's field. He might not have even made a stop. Could have got there even quicker.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess this doesn't really prove anything.
0: Especially since there isn't a single security camera anywhere else in town. If Kyla can't account for his whereabouts, I guess Kyle still could have done it.
2: Exacto Mundo. Now maybe you boys will finally forget about all this. I'm gonna tell you one more time. Drop your investigation before one of you gets hurt. What? You
0: haven't told us to drop this. I haven't. No.
2: Really? I, I could've sworn. No. All right. Well, I'll tell you boys now to drop it. But I guess you can keep investigating a bit. But then the next time I see you, I'll tell you again. And I'll be more serious. You can probably just keep ignoring me, though. Okay. Hey, you know what I would do if I was trying to solve this crime?
0: Aren't you trying to solve this crime?
2: Heck, I already did. Just go back to the facts. It's all there. Plain to see.
0: We decided that the sheriff was right. Maybe if we reviewed the initial evidence with fresh eyes, something would stand out.
1: And that's exactly what happened. Upon listening again to the 911 call, fresh
0: questions arose. The caller never identified themselves, and nobody seems to know who made the call. So all we have to go on is the audio recording. Let's take a listen.
2: 911 operator, what's your emergency?
1: Sorry, who's this?
2: This is 911. You called us. Do you have an emergency?
1: It was the damnedest thing. I woke up late. <laughs> I worked the night shift, you see. Not because I like the night shift or nothing. In fact, I find it a bit eerie, what with the witches and that one door that's always locked, but it sounds like there's someone weeping on the other side. I asked my boss if she could just switch.
2: Sure. Do you have an emergency? Well,
1: I don't know. As I was saying, I woke up with the smell of smoke wafting through my window. When I looked out, I saw it was coming from over yonder in Jaren Deeb's field. The stocks were getting all shrivel and I could see that there was something black-like in the middle. I walked over to check it out and something sent my tummy rumbling. Damned if it don't smell better than Montana's on wing night. Now, on close inspection, I see that the black thing looks like a humanian in the middle of them flames all crispy bacon-like there weren't a field of burning corn in the way, <laughs> I'd been tempted to carve off a slice.
2: You're saying there's a human body on fire?
1: Yes, I suppose, if you want to get all technical about it.
2: Sir, what is your location?
1: Like I said, Jaron Deep's Field. You even listen to
2: me? Yes, sir, I understand. Help is on the way.
1: Okay, then. I also saw someone run from the field. Male, Caucasian, slim build, six foot, two centimeters, dark hair, stupid face...
2: Thank you. We have noted this information.
1: Well, I do appreciate that. You have yourself a nice day, okay?
0: This time, something stood out. In episode 5, we timed how long it would take us to drive to Deeb's Cornfield. We got distracted at the ESO, but eventually made it to the scene of the crime. If some people say that corntown is in the middle of nowhere, then Deeb's Field is in the middle of... Like, more nowhere.
1: There's nothing around for miles, kilometers even. No stores, no houses, not even a Becker's.
0: So how did the caller look out their window and see stalks of corn shriveling? It's possible that they saw the smoke
1: from fire, but to see the body and to be close enough to walk to the field? They were also apparently close enough to be able to describe minute details of the perpetrator.
0: It doesn't add up. Even more suspicious is that nobody has taken responsibility for the call. We decided to visit the county morgue to take a look at the corpse of Jared Deep for ourselves.
1: I'll be honest, Stephen. I'm a bit queasy at the idea. I've never seen a dead body before.
0: Oh, you'll like it. Why would I like it? Well, I thought you were into that sort of thing. Corpses? Well, hey, hey, I'm not judging. I mean, you know my feelings about Grimace's grandmother, Winky.
1: I thought you were joking.
0: Nope. Daddy-like. This episode of Corntown is brought to you in part by Autos and Corntown Secondary School's production of The Corn Identity.
1: Oh no! A fender bender! What am I going to do to fix this?
2: Hi there. I noticed you seem to be experiencing a fender bender.
1: Yes. I have no idea what I'll do. I don't know how to fix a car. I do. You know how to fix a car?
2: No. Even better, I know someone who can. Blotto. Blotto? Blotto. At Blotto's Autos. I was just heading there myself for an oil change and tire rotation.
1: He can do that too?
2: He can do anything with a car.
1: Wow. I know where I am going to fix... This Bender Bender. Hi,
2: this is Blotto from Blotto's Autos. If your car has a problem, I can fix it. That's the Blotto guarantee. And at Blotto's Autos, we don't just take care of your car, we take care of you, the customer too. While we work on your car, you can relax in one of our massage chairs or get a manicure or a pedicure from one of our nail experts. Heck, get both. And if you're hungry, we've got you covered with our in-house hibachi chef. Blottos, Otto's. if I can't fix it, no one can. Remember to watch out for the man who lives in the tires.
0: Hello, I am but of course, Gregory Havershump, actor, costume connoisseur, amateur dog walker, and drama teacher at Corntown Secondary School. And I would like to formally invite you to this year's school production of The Corn Identity. Star pupil Parker Malloy plays our hero, Jason Corn, an amnesiac spy on the run from the CIA, the Corn Inspection Agency. Watch as he tries to regain his memory, colonel by colonel, in this thrilling production, directed by yours truly. While you're there, stop by our school bake sale fundraiser and treat yourself to a delectable snack, like cornbread corn muffins, corn cake, or brownies with chunks of corn in them. Yes, they look like turds, and yes, they are delicious. Tickets are $12 and available at the school office, corn and the bean barn. The corn identity. He never asked to be corned.
1: Wow, the morgue is even creepier than I imagined.
0: Oh, this isn't the morgue. Uh, this is the Legion. I'm picking up my bingo winnings from last night.
1: Okay, this is the morgue. Hey, you kids wanna see a dead body?
0: This guy does.
1: Oh, then you're gonna love this one. This way. So, you guys are those podcaster fellas, huh? Yeah, I figured I'd be hearing from you two. I spruce the place up a little bit for ya. Do you smell that? Cinnamon? Oh, you betcha. Popped a couple of Cinnabon into the last guy I cremated. Mmm, livens the place up, right? It is refreshing, though it is making me a little hungry. Oh hey, no judgment for me, and I'll keep my back turns. See so if we slice off a little piece here and there? Uh, don't worry, I didn't see a thing. No, that's not...
0: Wow. I knew you were into this, but not that into this. <laughs> Regular army hammer over here.
1: No, I'm not... never mind. Can we just see the body? E or B or this guy. <laughs> I take it. All right, here we are.
0: Oh wow, is that it? I don't understand how this gets you off.
1: Yep, that there is it. None but charcoal. It actually made for an easy autopsy seeing how there wasn't much left to autops. Finished before my afternoon nap. Cause of death, fire. Uh, h-
0: how do you even identify a body that's been burnt this badly?
1: Ah, uh, we just sorta of guessed. It was found in Deeb's field, so that's gotta be Deeb, right?
0: Well, that seems reasonable. Unfortunately, this doesn't get us any closer to exonerating Kyle.
1: It just seems so unlikely that a nice boy would commit such a vicious crime. Haha, <laughs> that's a good one.
0: What, what do you mean?
1: At this moment, Dr. Morg dropped a bombshell that took us completely off
0: guard. It changed everything.
1: I mean, Kyle Van Truck. He ain't no nice boy. <gasps> next week on corntown
0: What do we know about Kyle? Kyle's real sweet. Wouldn't hurt a fly. That's not the Kyle Van Truck that I know.
1: A few people drowned a couple of years back. It's pretty dangerous. You should never have come here.
0: This has been an SM and m Experience production. Executive produced by Stephen T. Holmes, Matthew Miner, and I'm a Plastic. Episode mixed by Richard Mixon. Theme music, Heaven and Hell, by Jeremy Blake. If you have any information about the murder of Jaron Deeb, email us at thesmexp at gmail.com.